Before I get to my next guest, John Going, I want to talk to you about a few of our sponsors, starting with our friends over at Shrixon Cleveland Golf. Your best performance starts with the right golf ball at Shrixon. A global leader in golf ball technology and innovation, Shrixon offers a wide variety of award-winning golf balls for golfers of every skill level. Whether you're searching for a tour performance golf ball or a distance golf ball with incredible feel, Shrixon provides the best golf balls at incredible prices. Shrixon offers a wide variety of personalized options while also developing a highly visible colored golf ball as well. Select the right golf ball for your game today and trust it with Shrixon. Check them out online at Shrixon.com. S-R-I-X-O-N.com. Find the right golf ball for your game today. I also want to remind you about our friends over at Sun Mountain. There's a company nestled in the valley of Missoula, Montana that embodies the essence of quality, function, and innovation, and that's Sun Mountain, which started building golf bags back in 1981. They are an industry leader in golf bags, travel covers, outerwear, and push carts. With flagship products that you've come to know, like the C-130 cart bag, the 2.5 ultralight stand bag, the club glider travel cover, the speed cart, and Rainflex rain gear. Sun Mountain continues its quest to provide the very best in golf products to every range of golfer. Visit them online at sunmountaingolf.com to look at their amazing product. Okay, now back with me here on Next on the Tee is the owner of Timber Trust Golf Course in Olive Branch, Mississippi, John Goyne. Let me remind you about John's background. He grew up in Blacksburg, Virginia. He started in the golf business in 1993 out in Phoenix. He joined the TPC Network in Las Vegas in June of 2001. He and his wife moved to Memphis when he was promoted to the head golf professional at TPC Southwind in May of 2003. In 2018, John became the Director of Business Development for Spring Creek Ranch, a Jack Nicklaus signature golf course in Colliersville, Tennessee. In May of 2019, he bought what was then Plantation Golf Club in Olive Branch, Mississippi, now Timber Trace Golf Course. And I'm honored he is back with me again tonight here on Next on the Tee. Hey, John, thanks for coming back on the show. Chris, good evening. Thanks for having me. John, it's, it's been a minute since we got to talk and have you as part of the show. Catch us up on all the great things you've got going on down there at Timber Trust. Yeah, I guess, uh, Lord, it's been uh, pre-COVID since since we've had an opportunity to kind of uh, have a bit of a conversation. So, um, you know, I, I mean, clearly we've, we've gone through uh, quite a bit, um, you know, but, uh, you know, the golf course continues to, to improve and, uh, you know, we're just, we're just continuing to, to try to do the best thing we can for public golf uh, in the, in the state of Mississippi and in North Mississippi, DeSoto County and, and in all branch. And, um, you know, just can't be happier with, with kind of how things are going, um, obviously have a great group of people, uh, a great staff that, that's wor- they're working for us. And, um, you know, like I said, it's, uh, it's been trying times uh, for, for many of us, but, uh, you know, at the same time, golf has, has, has been a great release and, and a bit of normalcy for folks as we've kind of weathered, uh, through this, this pandemic. And, and, uh, you know, we, we look forward to, you know, continuing things in the future. John, what I love about what you communicate about Timber Trust, and you point this out on the homepage of your website, TimberTrustGolf.com, you are as much about fun as you are about golf. Talk about what you mean by that. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, uh, it's interesting. I mean, 
as, as we spoke about a few years ago, I mean, you know, we're still the only golf course, uh, in the, in this part of the country that, that has a fin scooter. Um, you know, it's, it's been a great single rider option for, for folks to be able to come out and, you know, ride around the golf course and, and, you know, speed up play and, and, and enjoy themselves. Um, you know, we, we do all sorts of, of fun, uh, events. Um, you know, our two man scramble is a real popular Thursday night kickoff the weekend early. Um, you know, it, it's interesting. We posted something the other day, you know, that basically, you know, what, what if the PGA, you know, took a bunch of their, their buddies and bought six packs of beer and went and played golf for the weekend at, at a, at a golf course. And, and, you know, that's, that's what we try to do every single day, you know, is, is just try to make a, an enjoyable, fun atmosphere for folks to be able to come out. Um, you know, we've got indoor track man hitting bay and, and, um, you know, so you've got folks that, you know, can come play simulator and, and we obviously teach inside of there. We do club fittings inside of there and, and, you know, we just continue to try to, to bring things to public golf that, you know, mostly you're going to find in a private club setting. Um, you know, high end golf carts with club car, you know, coolers, GPS with Visage, um, you know, we've got on-course beverage delivery service um, through a company called 918 Golf. You just scan a QR code, pulls up our menu, you can place your order, we run it out to you on the golf course, and then that way we're not having uh, having to have a beverage cart drive around in, in the heat and everything, you know, so... Again, we're just we're just trying to create a a completely different atmosphere uh, in the public golf arena, and and uh, you know we we enjoy doing it day in and day out. Don, let's go a little bit deeper on a couple of things you just mentioned there, and you talked about thin scooters. For people that aren't aware of what thin scooters are, talk about that. Yeah, so thin scooters basically are you know an electric you know, bike, uh, for lack of a better term, um, you know, it's uh, the, the bag goes, uh, the butt into the bag goes right underneath the seat. The, the head stick out, uh, through the handlebars. Uh, it's a solo ride option. They go 15 miles an hour. We allow them to be driven up onto tee boxes and up onto the, the collars of greens. So you can literally have folks, um, you know, play golf and, Anywhere from two to two and a half hours, which, um, you know, we continue to try to evaluate a, a, a way to offer, um, you know, something like a fast round of golf or something like that. I, I think, uh, you know, that's, that's something we're really just trying to, to focus in on, um, probably going into next golf season as we kind of, you know, are, are getting toward the tail end, you know, where you show up first thing in the morning. If you want to, you know, play around a golf before work, you, come you you ride a fin scooter you're going to be the first groups out on the golf course nobody really in front of you and you can zip around and get that quick uh nine or 18 in before you head into work and um you know it's it's just such a fun uh way to be able to play golf um you know everybody wants to ride in their own golf cart anyhow um so you know for for folks to be able to get um on the scooter and, and zip around um, and, you know, kind of have their own cart to be able to, you know, go directly to their golf ball. We, there's coolers on the fenders and, and things along those lines. So just a, just a fun, unique way to, to be able to play golf nowadays. You also mentioned the TrackMan simulator that you've got available for individuals or groups of folks. You got a little bar area there, a TV. Seems like a great place for a group of friends to come play and hang out. Talk about that a little bit more. So yeah, we added that, uh, 
you know, we opened it February of last year. Um, and you know, again, it was just one of those things where, you know, we, we want, um, to give people the opportunity to be able to swing a golf club year round. Um, and, uh, it just made a lot of sense. Plus, you know, again, another thing is we, we wanted to make sure that from a a Mississippi perspective, uh, you know, DeSoto County and, and Olive Branch that, you know, we had the opportunity to do club fittings, not just when we had demo days, but, you know, we, we were able to do that again on a, on a year round basis. So, um, you know, we, we invested in a, in a track man hitting bay. It's, you know, 22 feet by 17 feet. And, um, it's just a, it's a very well done space. Um, I'm real happy with how it turned out. We've got a bar area there. We have another little nice seating area right behind there where, um, you know, actually our golf shop counter used to be. So we reconfigured the entire inside of the clubhouse to be able to make room for this. Um, and you know, people can come and rent it by the hour. Um, again, I, I do instruction out of it, um, quite a bit. And then, um, you know, we've, we've used it as an introductory tool to the game for kids because there's games you can play on it. Um, you know, there's, there's a closest to the pin type deal. There's another game called bullseye where you can either hit it off the top of, you know, buildings. You can play in the old West with a, you know, locomotive, steam locomotive driving through the, the screen. There's a Jurassic setting, which, you know, obviously the kids seem to really enjoy and things along those lines. And, and, um, you know, they've, they've introduced some other new types of, of fun games, you know, to where kids can kind of hit golf shots and, 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 uh, you know, find, discover these monsters and stuff like that, that are, that are hidden, uh, you know, within the, the game itself. So, you know, I, again, I, I think it's a great introductory tool, um, for folks to be able to get into golf and not be intimidated of, you know, am I out on the golf course? Um, am I doing the right thing where I show up at the bag drop? Am I checking in the right areas? Um, you know, I, I think it's just a very good tool to get people introduced to the game in a, in a very non intimidating way. John, for our friends living up north who know the colder temperatures are out there just on the horizon. Talk about the course conditions down there in Olive Branch, Mississippi, and how long the golf season lasts so uh, they can go ahead and book their trips to get down there. Um, you know, realistically, Chris, we, we play golf year-round. Um, you know, I, I mean, obviously we can get some, some colder days and, and things along those lines, but, uh, you know, there there's also been days where, you know, we get – some 60 or 70 degree temperatures, um, you know, in the, in the wintertime, obviously that's, that's a bit more of, of a rare occurrence, but, you know, at the same time, you know, we, we have the ability to play golf down here, you know, year round. Um, so, you know, of course, right now we're getting ready for some, uh, well needed rain, um, you know, this, this evening and into tomorrow, um, you know, very similar to, to many parts of the country, um, uh, you know, we've we've definitely kind of been going through a, a little bit of a drought. We got a nice cold front moving through uh, this evening and, and tomorrow, so we're we're looking forward to a, a little bit of a break from a lot of the heat and 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 everything we've been having. But um, you know, we will we will actually um, you know put pigment on greens uh, in the wintertime to you know as as everything does go dormant. Uh, we don't oversee the golf course, but we do spray pigment on greens, so you do get that contrast um, as folks play in the wintertime. 
and the greens, you know, basically look like they would look, you know, this time of year, you know, very, very healthy looking and, and, uh, and condition wise, they, they putt very, very quick, uh, very well, um, you know, as, as things go dormant. So, um, you know, it's always, always a, a nice time to be able to play in the wintertime. You get accustomed to, to, you know, faster greens conditions. And then we obviously try to, you know, mim- mimic that, uh, as we get into the season. So, but, uh, yeah, uh, definitely much more of a, Close to a 12 month, you know, type season down here for us, you know, December, January, February can obviously be a little, be a little bit of hit and miss, but then we kind of turn the corner going into March and, and, uh, you know, get ready to rock and roll again through the, through the balance of the season. Really, you know, well into late October, you know, even mid November, we've, you know, heck, it's been, we've had mid 70 degree days around Thanksgiving and stuff here. So, you know, it, it's, uh, it's always, it's always an interesting time of, of, of the year, uh, as we get ready to go into fall golf. Don, like I mentioned in your intro, you're the head golf pro and then general manager at TPC Southwind for many years, and we're obviously on the heels of this year's FedEx St. Jude Championship. What do you think about what you saw over the weekend? Yeah, uh, obviously a really good golf tournament. Um, you know, in- incredible finish there by by Will Zalatoris. Um, you know, to watch a ball bounce on on that you know brick wall basically seven times and stay up uh, was pretty incredible. Um, you know, obviously Nick Bazans, I'm very familiar with Nick. I actually hired Nick while I was, uh, still there, um, at TPC Southwind. Obviously does a very, very good job. They've made a number of changes to that golf course, uh, in the four years that I've been gone. Um, uh, you know, a lot of, um, new bunkers being added, old bunkers being taken out that were really no longer in play, trying to put some, some more, uh, newer bunkers that are, uh, you know, a bit more in the newer landing zones for a lot of these longer players. But, um, you know, just, just a great event. Obviously, uh, a very good, um, charity there with St. Jude. Um, obviously very, very near and dear to this entire community. And, um, you know, just a, a a great event. Um, and, you know, that golf course can, just continues to show, you know, that it's, it's probably a, a, a well-kept secret, um, you know, as far as being, I think, probably one of the better PGA Tour golf courses out there. Were you nervous at all, like uh, a lot of us were when Zalatoris, you mentioned that, that rock wall, when that ball comes to rest there in the crevice between the wall and the fringe on that last playoff hole, I, I, I was starting to get a little concerned that he was actually thinking about playing that shot. And I thought, boy, that's just a recipe for disaster if he, if he tried and even figure out how he's going to get a club on the ball. And then goodness knows where that thing could have ended up. Were you nervous when you watched it and thinking, what the heck is he doing? Yeah. I mean, you know, obviously you got to go through the processes there. Um, you know, but too, I, I mean, I will say it felt like he maybe deliberated a little too long, uh, as far as, you know, seriously contemplating getting that shot. Uh, you know, I clearly think that his caddy did a, a, a really good job. I mean, obviously, you know, his first full event really talked Willa into two really good decisions. I, I felt like, you know, the layup on, on 18 after really that ball should have gone out of bounds. Um, uh, you know, uh, that, that ball should have easily gone out of bounds in the cart path. Um, there and, and, you know, then, then he obviously, you know, probably really loses that golf tournament, but, you know, to have him lay up, uh, on 18 during the second playoff hole and then, and then to have him go back to the drop zone, uh, and, and hit that shot in from 92 yards. Um, you know, I, I think just that's, 
that's maybe why he made a caddy change mid event, you know, last week, um, at, at Wyndham, you know, so, um, you know, from, from that perspective, you know, it's, uh, it's always very interesting. And, and you know, I was curious too. I, I mean, we talked a little bit about it today, you know, um, I, I don't know whether that's just the way that that grass has kind of grown over the years or, you know, whether that's how they, they ultimately kind of wanted that. Um, you know, I, I guess I feel like you would have probably tied that directly into the top of uh the wall so the ball does just fall back down into the water um as opposed to kind of what what would have happened in this situation uh where it, you know it, it bounced around enough and then and then was able to kind of nestle up against it um but you know uh, yeah clearly to your point very very interesting to where he's really going to contemplate that and i think that um I think if he does try to pull something off, uh, that that ball more than likely goes directly behind him or even maybe double hits it. Uh, and then not only does he double hit it, but then it goes back into the water as well. I didn't see that there was ever going to be a way where he could get the ball on the club enough to get it even on the top end um of that soil um, to be able to have it then want to release forward and at least try to get up on the green a little bit. I think that if he would have hit that shot, it, it would have been pretty disastrous for him. John, one more before I let you go. And obviously, live golf is center stage right now in our sport. What are your thoughts about what we're seeing going on between the PGA Tour and live golf? I think it's a very interesting time in professional golf right now. Um you know, clearly it, it appears that there is, um, a lot of divisiveness, uh, you know, from some of the, the, the stars of the game against the tour. Um, and, you know, they, they now have an opportunity to, to kind of go find another home. Um, you know, I, I've, I've, look, I've, I'll be honest. We've, we've streamed, um, the live events, you know, we've, with smart TVs nowadays, you pull it up on YouTube. I mean, it is golf at the end of the day. Um, so we have, we've, you know, we've been playing them, you know, directly beside, uh, the tour events for the week. Um, you know, it's, it's very interesting. I'm very intrigued. I've, I've not had a chance today to kind of get caught up. Um, I I don't know what's been either leaked or released with regard to the Tiger Woods meeting up in Delaware with, with a lot of the guys to kind of discuss direction and things along those lines. Very, very interesting to see Tiger take over in this, you know, leadership role, um, a bit kind of out of the blue. Um, but you know, clearly it, it's important to him. It's important to the success and the longevity of the tour. Um, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know whether the tour ultimately underestimated what was going to happen here or what. Um, but clearly I, I think that they now truly have their hands full. Um, especially as you hear, you know, the, the rumors of, you know, a Cam Smith, the, the rest of the Australians, you know, even some South Koreans that will, that will go to live, you know, at the end of the, at the PGA tour season here. So, um, you know, you get through the tour championship here, you know, next week, it's going to be very, very interesting to kind of see what, what other defections potentially happen. But, you know, at the end of the day, PGA Tour has their hands full, uh, and I think they now realize that they that they have their hands full, um, and they need to figure out a way to coexist. 
I think that both both of uh tours are um giving golf exposure regardless of how you want to look at it regardless of of where it comes from and everything else look both tours have some warts right regard you know obviously live has got the saudi component the pga tour has the china component and everything else um so i mean everybody wants to kind of get nitpicky on on you know certain dynamics of things but uh both both tours have have some some warts that they can you know go after each other on, um, but again, I think that uh, the live the live piece is is here. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if it's here to stay for some time as they continue to lay out everything. They you know a couple of weeks ago, as you heard, I mean they're going to use the Asian tour as as kind of their corn fairy tour and and you know talk about relegation and how many you know players i think it's going to be interesting to see ultimately how many players they truly wind up having um you know on, on a on a consistent basis playing in their events but um you know i i think it is again it's 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 just giving golf exposure um and uh you know i think uh clearly they've tried to make golf more fun um and from our perspective that is a very important piece of the puzzle um because Nowadays, um, uh, you know, as you've seen, um, you know, Cam Smith, unfortunately, is a perfect example of that, you know, an hour before his tea time, after 12 plus hours of having the opportunity to take a look at it and actually having a conversation with him afterwards when he signs the scorecard, you know, it gets assessed a two-stroke penalty. And, and um, you know, I think that those are the types of things, at least for, you know, the the public golfer the recreational golfer those are the things that you know just make golf not fun not enjoyable stuffy very confusing on rules and things along those lines and and that's you know again that's why we take the the mantra that we take every day and that is if you're coming to the golf course you're coming to the golf course to have fun and it's our job to to make it as as fun and as in, as enjoyable as we possibly can and and uh you know it's it's been a fun three years to this point um and uh you know i just can't be happier with with the direction we're going and 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 everything else but uh you know that's again that's that that's my correlation between i guess live golf and the pga tour it's the fun side of golf versus the the competitive side of golf so well john to that end let our listeners know how they can book a tee time learn more about timber trust and and check you guys out whether it's on your website or it's on social media yeah, so social media on both uh, Instagram and and uh, and uh, Facebook, you know, we're at we're at Timber Trust Golf, um, uh, Timber Trust Golf Course, uh, and then of course, you know, TimberTrustGolf.com uh, on on the web. You know, we're getting ready to come out. Uh, we've we've got a really great local marketing partner, and and uh, they've they've they're getting ready to kind of launch a, a nice little storytelling video on on my, you know my wife and I and our you know, kind of, uh, path in, in the golf industry and golf business. And, and, uh, you know, that'll be posted on our, on our website. And I'm sure we'll, we'll release uh, tidbits of it on social media and stuff as well. But, uh, but yeah, Timber Trust golf course on, on both Instagram and Facebook. And then, it, you know, you get an opportunity to meet Boone. Boone is the newest addition to the going family. Um, he's a, he's a British lab that we, uh, that we picked up down in Oxford, Mississippi, uh, at a local sporting, sporting life kennel. Uh, Boone's a, a little over a year old, but he takes a, a very active role for us on, 
on our social media platforms and everybody seems to enjoy him. So plus, if you get to come out to Timber Trust, you, uh, you have a really good opportunity to see Boone. He's got uh, plenty of jobs there around the golf course that, uh, he, he enjoys running around on 194 acres. So that's awesome. John, thank you so much for coming back and being a part of the show. It was great having you tonight. I, I hope we get to catch up a little sooner next time around. Well, I look forward to it, Chris. Thanks so much for having me on. And uh, we hopefully look, uh, look look forward to having you down in North Mississippi sometime soon. I appreciate that very much. John, take care, my friend. All the best to you and your family. We'll catch up soon. Thanks, Chris. You bet. Take care. See you, John. That is John Goyne. Again, Timber Trust Golf Course is uh, is the name of the, of the place. And uh, you can find it online there, like you said, whether it's uh, on on the website, on Facebook. Uh, or on Instagram, John and his family are doing a great job. And the, and the thing that, that to me was the theme of that conversation was fun. They're all about trying to make the game fun. So it's about the fun first and it's about golf second. And they're doing a lot of really great things, a lot of innovative things to make it such. So not only do you get to go play a great golf course, they got the simulator piece, which I think is outstanding. So you and a group of friends or whatnot can go there have a few drinks, get in there in the simulator and, and, and play some games, like you said, whether it's with the kids, a lot of good stuff there, or if it's just with a group of friends and you want to have some fun, and like I say, have a few drinks along the way. That's a great, great social thing that they're doing down there with respect to that. And um, and, and look, Olive Branch, Mississippi is, is in the southern parts of the, of the country, obviously. So for all of you folks up north, and you get to October, November, probably even early December, and you're and you're lamenting the fact that you can't go play golf anymore at your local golf course, and you think, well, you know, I'm just going to have to sit around and wait till spring. Probably not. Go down to Olive Branch, Mississippi, and go go check out Timber Trust. You're going to have yourself a, a nice weekend. There's a lot of things for you to do, and now you don't have to wait till springtime to, to have your, your buddies or whatever, you know, have your you know, a golf outing. Because, you know, you're stuck in, in, in Buffalo, New York, and there's 16 inches of snow. Get out of the snow. Go down south and take a take a, a, a long weekend at Timber Trust. Play play some golf. Get some swings in. And then get into the simulator at night and have some fun there, too. So much opportunity down there to have a great time. And uh, John's a great guy. His family's fantastic. And I look forward to catching up with him much sooner next time around. Okay, before we close up shop tonight, I want to remind you about a couple more of our sponsors, including our friends over at Two Under. Two Under Men's Performance Briefs have just released their new Spring and Summer 22 collections with fun, new, and exciting prints like the Freedom 2 and 3, Santa Fe, Tigers, Zebras, and Duckies, and their new exclusive Folds of Honor collection where they donate 20% of all Folds of Honor sales proceeds to that cause. The patented Joey Pouch technology delivers maximum comfort, fit, and performance while preventing any unwanted skin-on-skin contact or chafing. Good for anything from the golf course to the boardroom to the bedroom. You can find these two underperformance briefs in over 4,000 golf pro shops nationwide, all Shield Sports stores, all PGA Tour superstores, Golf Galaxy, Dillard's, and other fine retailers near you. You can also order them online at twounder.com. That's the number two U-N-D-R dot com. Two under. Performance in your pants. Use code NEXTT20. That's N-X-T-T-E-E-20 for a 20% discount on the Two Under website. I also want to give a shout out to our friends over at Golf Ride. 
We deal with a lot on the golf course, whether you're teeing off in front of a crowd, hitting a four iron after a rain delay, trying to figure out wind direction, or second-guessing club selection. It's easy for your mind to race. That's exactly what drove Golf Pride to create the all-new CPX. It's made with a unique EXO diamond quilted pattern, reducing vibration in your hands on every shot. The EX diamond quilted pattern really helps your hands sink into the club on every shot, giving you maximum comfort because when your hands are comfortable, you're comfortable. CPX is available now on GolfPride.com or at your local retailer. All right, folks, it is time for me to put a bow on this episode of Next on the Tee. My sincere thanks again to Tom Patrick, Mark Kalkavecchia, and John Going for joining me tonight. Scheduled to join me next week are 1984 gold medal figure skater Scott Hamilton will be here. And speaking of Liv, the chief marketing officer for Liv Golf, Ron Cross, will be making his next on the tee debut. And we'll get a return visit from the VP of Business Development for the PGA Tour, Allison Fillmore. So, folks, it's going to be a great show. I hope you'll come back and be a part of it with us. You can listen to this show as a podcast on just about every major podcasting app, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Podcast.co, Audioboom, Player.fm, Podbean. Folks, if you have a favorite podcast site or app, we're probably on that one, too. Just type in Next on the T in the search bar. We'll probably come up on there. Please also check out our website, nextonthetea.net, to see what our upcoming guest schedule looks like. Plus, we give you links to our recent episodes and individual guest segments. So whether you got 20 minutes or 90 minutes, we've got great content on there for you for free. Folks, thank you all again for choosing to listen to the show tonight. I know you've got a lot of great podcasts out there to choose from. I'm very thankful that you continue to make Next on the T one of them. Until next week, hit them straight, my friends.